the social introvert. If I was misunderstood from something, I want to be able to work on that. Like, I want to be able to work on my weaknesses and build them up and be my strength. You know what I'm saying? And really sit back and think about it, analyze everything, analyze everything around me and analyze everyone around me. People I choose to be in my life just to make a better me. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 464. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as Anchor, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I'm everywhere you can get your podcast. Whatever you feel that is most comfortable platform that you just love going to and adore and you'll never give it up for anything same way i, I will never give up title I'm, I'm never giving up title it's the greatest music streaming app ever and i'm sure i'm gonna get people that's like no it's apple music it's spotify blah, 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 and shit like that but whatever <laughs> if you want to follow me on social media you can find me on instagram and twitter at i said davis I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. You can hop on TikTok and follow me at Isaac Davis. And I post music TikToks over at the BYNK page on TikTok as well, which is at BYNK Radio. Send your thoughts. You got any questions? You need any advice? Could be about anything. If you want to send me something to watch, I had a few things. Pretty interesting. Uh, send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. So it's this rumor that's going around that there are a bunch of horror movies getting made that used to be children's stories. We're getting a Tinkerbell horror movie. We're getting a Peter Pan horror movie. We're getting a Bambi horror movie. We're getting quite a few. I got sent the mean one which came out somewhere, I think, at the end of last year, at the very end or at the top of this year. The mean one is based on how the Grinch stole Christmas. It is it is a full-fledged horror film, not for children, not at all, not in the slightest bit. I've already watched it. Thank you for sending me that. Uh, it, it, was, it was decent, I'm not going to lie, and I'm probably biased because the guy who played the Grinch is the same guy who plays... Art the Clown and Terrifier and Terrifier Two, so I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little biased on that. And plus, the makeup looked great. the 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 Grinch makeup was dope and creepy. And I also watched Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I actually went to the. I don't know why I spent money. Don't laugh at me. Do not 
look at me crazy or what's wrong with Disney? Yeah, I spent money to go watch Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and it was horrendous. Uh, it is. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> it's just Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. Uh, every other character, I guess, they're, they're owned by, I don't know, it's like copyright ownership. They're owned by another company. So you don't see a Tigger, which I was kind of, I was a little disappointed by. You don't see Rabbit. You don't see Eeyore. Well, Eeyore is technically in the movie, but Eeyore got eaten by Pooh and Piglet. It's very stupid. Christopher Robin finally goes off to college. He gets married. He comes back only for his wife to get murdered. And he gets kidnapped. And then these group of girls, I guess they're college girls. I don't know. Uh, they happen to go to this vacation spot. Just so happens it's at 100 Acre Wood. And the, the killing ensues. It, 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 it is the dumbest shit ever. It, it's horrible. So bad. And I knew that going into it. But damn, I didn't know it was going to be that bad. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I watched those. I do not recommend them. If you want to watch the mean one, I just I, I like the Grinch overall, so I had to watch it. I just like the Grinch, period. And then we have some people out here who really got upset about it. Oh, the Grinch has never had uh, a, a horror movie aspect to it. Don't try to ruin a good thing. And it's like, well, the Grinch did have another spinoff, and I think it was it was before How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and it was called It's Grinch Night. I think it came out in the 60s, but it's a Halloween animated short of the Grinch. And I'm I'm not sure what it's exactly about, but it exists. I mean, it it's hard to find. I think you can hop on YouTube and watch it. There are two different versions for it. One has one that doesn't have any of the, the songs in it that that are being sung in, in the short. And then there's another version of that where there's no songs in it at all. But... Yeah, there is a Halloween special uh, that came out in the 60s called It's Grinch Night. So check it out if you never heard of it. Anyway, we're going to get right into it. Michael B. Jordan, um, the the guy that women has sought after for so long. In, their, in Well, I wouldn't say for so long, but in the last several of years, women have went nuts over Michael B. Jordan. Oh, my God, Michael B. Jordan is and blah, 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 blah. Now there's been a lot of, you know, things just, you know, a lot of side comments thrown at Michael B. Jordan, like shade being thrown towards Michael B. Jordan. And I, I don't understand it. And I'm thinking it's a result of the more you progress, the hate will just potentially just it, it will grow along with your success. The hate will grow right alongside it. So he's at the red carpet at the premiere of Creed 3. Can't wait to watch it. I think I'll, I'll get into my 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 theory on how Creed 3 ends or whatever. But he bumps into L'Oreal. L'Oreal is a, I guess, radio personality, podcast. I don't, I don't even want to call her that. All I know is that she's friends with Angela Yee, formerly of The Breakfast Club. That's where I heard of her. Uh, well, actually, I think it was on Angela Yee's podcast. I'm trying to think of the name, but I know, I know L'Oreal had been on there or something. I don't know, but just so happens Michael B. Jordan and L'Oreal went to the same school together. Michael B. Jordan used to get picked on 
called corny. Uh, Michael Jordan jokes were thrown at him. He used to come to school with his uh, actor headshots and shit. The man was the man was after a dream. The man was trying to live his purpose. He was set out on a mission to do something. And when she approached him, well, I would say he stopped. He was like, oh, shit. Oh, snap. So he stops. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm the corny guy, right? You know, after she, you know, formally introduced him to the people that were watching or that were around. And so I, I didn't call you corny, you know, just in denial. And she was trying to brush it off like it didn't mean anything. And later on comes to find out that L'Oreal wasn't the one who actually called him corny, but it was the girl that was talking to her on the podcast. I, I don't know the name of the podcast. Don't ask me. I don't care. This is my podcast. You can listen to me or you can listen to every other podcast, Sex with Friends podcast, the government name and Carefree Black Nerd exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast. But anyway, so the girl's name is Diamond diamond the diva or something she's the one that said that he was corny now there's a lot of people jumping into the defense of l'oreal and just shitting on michael b jordan oh you a corny ass nigga you a bum ass nigga anyway she didn't call you corny she wasn't the one who said it here's the problem if she wasn't the one who said it she could have easily been the one to say hey stop that this is a man that is living his dream he's at the the height of his success don't make fun of him. Don't make fun of him at all. L'Oreal decided to add on to the conversation. She laughed and agreed and added on to the conversation. That's the problem. You got a group of people who make fun of you and tease you and bully you back in the day. Uh, it, it takes that one, maybe two people to say, hey, man, knock it off. Leave such and such alone. You know, it's not that big of a deal. It makes that big of a difference. But no. Some people just sit there and agree and laugh and giggle and decide to add on to the conversation when needed. But no, uh, the audio that I listened to, and it was on a shade room, is in a post in, on Instagram. But Diamond the Diva talked about, I guess, the time that they were in L.A. and she hung out with Michael B. Jordan. And I guess he was supposed to be, to her, in her eyes, he was just the straight-laced guy who was just, you know, just like a regular guy, just really cool and humble and, and down to earth and stuff like that. And L'Oreal added to the conversation about them being in the hood and blah, blah, blah. We are in Newark, New Jersey and shit like that. And it's like, well, I mean, I could see why he was out in LA. He's too rich to have to be hood. And I said, okay, that, and that, you could stop right there. You could literally stop right there. and like, all right, fam, I'm so tired of this narrative. We're the only group who have to suffer from this narrative. Uh, Asians, whites, uh, such whatever. They have their own issues. But when it comes to black men, for some reason, we always have to uphold this image or <clears throat> lean into a stereotype for people to like us or to seem, uh, quote unquote, cool and shit like that. I don't get it. I never understood it and upset me. And I'm so glad that I had somebody step in to stop me and say, nigga, you ain't got to feed into the stereotype. Do what you want to do. Like, how? what do you want to do? I'm so happy for that. For others, it's unfortunate 
They decide to lean into the stereotype. They decide to, you know, be the quote unquote cool guy or they're what they what cool means to them. Basically, they decide to lean into that or whatever. I don't understand it. And my theory is my theory, their meaning or their 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 breakdown or interpretation of corny means that. Uh, Michael B. Jordan has zero issues of dating white women. I don't know what the issue with that is either. Look, why do y'all care about who is dating who? It It is the dumbest thing in the world. I've always thought that was dumb. I, I don't care. I don't care. If they want to date some of the white girls, let them. Let them. Apparently, the other black girls that he's dated or, uh, you know, like, uh, what's her name? Lori Harvey. They don't count for some reason. I don't understand. It is weird to me. But that's what I think they mean when they call this man corny. I don't think it's so much of the Michael Jordan jokes or him coming to school with his headshots and shit, which I think is incredible. I already know what headshots are pertaining to. So I'm kind of looking. I'm I'm trying to see what buddy up to. I'm like, man, what kind of class you in, fam? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to get in where he's at so maybe I could get to the level of a Michael B. Jordan that'd be great but no I'm thinking that uh, according to y'all he's corny because he doesn't feed into the stereotype of what black men should feed into and lean into which is terrible because that's how a lot of us end up in prisons that's how a lot of us just not even in prison just in trouble or get we get viewed right out of the gate which is bad enough I mean god damn for you wanting us to feed into the stereotype so we can seem cool to y'all is just, to me, I think that's worse than a prison sentence. It's like you going off of a fucking minstrel guideline or something, or you, you know, doing the song and dance for people, for entertainment. It's just, ugh, I, I don't like it. Yeah, you can be biased and say, oh, Michael B. Jordan is, you know, he's just a one-note actor, and who cares, man? The dude is playing... The son of a character that was created way back in the day by Sylvester Stallone. And the franchise seems to be very successful. He's playing <laughs> a character that supposedly, like, I just don't know where the hell it came from, but I'm glad it did. Apollo Creed's son. Like, I am I never thought that would get turned into a movie, but here we are. We're at the third entry into the franchise. Um, I think that movie is going to end the way Rocky three ended. And I don't like that, but we'll wait and see. And I think at the end of it, uh, Creed might make um, an ally, an ally that I, an ally that we might not see coming. The whole, I'm thinking he might make friends with Ivan Drago's son or something like that. That's where I think we're headed. Who knows? But I'm just it's the same thing with the whole um, the the Clubber Lang shit. Uh, at the end of Rocky Three, he lost to Clubber Lang. Uh, he becomes very good friends with Apollo Creed, and Apollo Creed trains Rocky for Rocky Four to face Ivan Drago. I we've seen it before, but I'm still going to see it. It's Jonathan Majors, and you know, this is the second time he's played a villain this year, and I'm here for it. But anyway, we're going to get into some new music. Um, I will say this. Be corny. Corny is key. Corny is key. Embrace your corny. Hey, if being corny gets you to where a Michael B. Jordan's at right now, be 
the corniest motherfucker you have you can ever be. Just do that. Be lame, be whack, be corny. It's okay. Do it. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get to some new music. Um there's an artist that I've been listening to for quite some time by the name of Sophia Galate. She has an album out called Sophia. Uh, S-O-F-I-A is the name of the album, Sophia. But her name is S-O-P-H-I-A, which I, I don't know. I would love to ask her what 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 was that supposed to mean, her changing the title of the album compared to her name. But anyway, her voice is incredible. I bought the vinyl, and I know she has a live version of her album coming out. I'm going to buy that one, too, on vinyl. Incredible singer. Anyway, one of my favorite joints of her off of this album is called Love Me. Check it out. The Social Introvert. Once again, that is Love Me by Sophia Galate off of her debut project, Sophia. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Excuse me. Go check it out. Uh, Every time she goes live on Instagram, I will sit there and watch her sing live because that's that's basically what she does. She go live. She'll sit down at her piano. Actually, not even at the piano. Sometimes she'll sit at her laptop and play some unreleased joints or some upcoming songs on her forthcoming album and I, I i love her voice man she sounds great and she's funny too she's funny as shit but um i i had to go and buy the vinyl and then she said oh there's a live version so the live version is also out on streaming music platforms as well I'm trying to sit here and debate which one is better. I don't know because the live version is just a few songs from the Sophia album, but uh, towards the rest of the album, like 
getting towards the end or like halfway or towards the end of the album, there's instrumental versions of those songs and you could just sit and let that shit play out. And it's the most relaxing and calm shit in the world. And I said, okay, I have to get the live version of Sophia. So I'm, I'm getting the vinyl, uh, probably, yeah, next week I'm getting that vinyl. Cause I think that's when it comes out or uh, that's when I'll, I'll order it. Yeah, man, she's great. Anyway, uh, for my next story, MF Doom. Shout out to Doom. Rest in peace to Doom. MF Doom Estate demands Egon return late rapper's rhyme books. MF Doom's estate is demanding the return of the late rapper's rhyme books from Now Again Records founder, Ethi, uh, let me see, oh, well, whatever, Egon Alipot. Doom's widow, Jasmine DeMille, confirmed last year that Egon was in possession of some of her late husband's stolen rhyme books, and now she's taking the steps to get them back. On Wednesday, Doom's estate posted a screenshot of an old email chain to Twitter captioning Egon give the notebooks back. An attached image shows emails between Egon, Jasmine, and what appears to have been the late MC himself under the pseudonym Cario Metal Franks. I remember... I, <laughs> I remember that name. That's so fucking funny. I can't even believe he was. I thought that was like fake because he would use that on YouTube sometimes. He had different personas uh, throughout YouTube uh, that you could spot out if you knew Doom or if you were a fan. But anyway, an email to Egon from Doom in August 2016 reads, Peace E, hope you're well. Any word from my belongings? I really need those notebooks. Egon's response reads, I have no idea where they are. As I told Jasmine when she contacted me, he disappeared when his family sold the building, which from what I understand has been gutted. I know from working with Doom that they carted away dumpsters full of stuff. Just over a week later, Jasmine joined a thread to say that the uh, the man named Egon confirmed. Oh, the, yeah. The name confirmed Egon, excuse me, I can't read, had the notebooks. The email seemingly went unanswered as an email from January 2017 shows Doom urging the now again records founder to return the notebooks and looking to keep their relationship in good standing. Uh, listen, man. Uh, apparently, the theory is that they can't find any proof that the dude... Egon has Doom's rhyme books, but I think he does. Um, you know what? Egon has been a weirdo for quite some time, and I'm not gonna lie. This is the same man. If you've seen the picture where Doom is officiating a wedding, the guy that's standing there where Doom is at getting married is Egon. And I think shortly after that. Doom kind of parted ways with him because Egon was getting to some weird shit. I don't know the whole story, but Doom wanted to separate um, ties with him. And this isn't the first time I heard about Doom's rhyme books being in the possession of Egon. I'm a huge fan of Doom. Now to say this, and this is often emotional response. It freaking sucks that we couldn't get an album prior to his death. Ten years it went by since, or a little over, since, uh, what album is that? Born Like This? That is the last MF Doom album or any type of project from Doom. 
and anything that followed that were just maybe unreleased joints that really were kind of like mashup mixes or somebody would go out of their way, hop on Reddit, grab MF Doom vocals, and then throw them on their production. And that's the most that we had to go off of. Shout out to Cooking Soul. And I'm trying to think. Oh, and shout out to Sean H. Because Sean H., he's the one that did the Sade villain where he mashed MF Doom and Sade's songs together. And it sounds fantastic. Shout out to Cooking Soul for doing the the MF the MF Doom Grinch Stole Christmas mashup tape too. Um, give him give Doom's wife the rhyme books back. Like, come on. Like, to be honest with you, the way Doom rhymes, the way that this man raps, it is hard for me to believe that he goes out of his way to write the shit down because his flow is so unorthodox. Which I don't know how he does it, but I think that's incredible. But anyway. I don't like this at all. Hold on, let me see something else. Um I'm I'm going to another article. I'm trying to let me see. Um yeah. Let me see. Um in a statement obtained by Hot New Hip Hop, the previous article that I read was on Hip Hop DX. In a previous statement, or in a statement obtained by Hot New Hip Hop in the fall, DeMille expressed her disappointment in Egon's decisions to hold on to the books despite repeated requests for their safe return. We can confirm Egon is illegally in possession of rhyme books owned by MF Doom. There have been many unsuccessful attempts to get these back prior to Doom's passing. We had hoped after Doom transitioned, Egon would do the right thing and return the books to the family, but he has continued to ignore these requests. She added, unfortunately, Egon is not the only former associate abusing the likeness, art, and life's work of Doom. More will be said at the appropriate time. Egon's business partners with Madlib, Doom's longtime collaborator, and currently owns Now Again Records, Talib Kweli brought the topic to light last summer with an Instagram post, accusing Egon of taking advantage of and stealing from black artists. Hey, look. Culture Vulture. Clear as day. Let's... Listen, Egon, just give the rhyme books back. I know there's some people that are sitting here saying, oh, there's no proof that he has them. But come on now. How many times have we run into something like this when it comes, you know, the Prince estate, Michael Jackson's estate, and any other great artist that has passed a state where somebody outside of that or not, I wouldn't say outside, but seemed to be a close friend or an associate and did this. Abuse the likeness, stealing the art, just trying to get money off of it. And I'm thinking that's what he's trying to do. I I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm such a big fan of Doom. I couldn't see myself doing this. If I was a close friend of uh, Daniel DeMille and he passed away. and I, Look, here you go. Here's the rhyme books back. Because this is not cool. This is unacceptable. And I appreciate for Talib Kweli pointing this out. Um, but yeah. Give the family the rhyme books back. It's the it's the least you could do, man. It's the least you could do. Like this is so unexpected. And I still think it's fly as shit how Doom passed away and <laughs> on Halloween. <laughs> and nobody knew that shit until like the the last day of the year of the year that he passed. That's amazing. Um true Doom style, true Doom fashion, I will say. But anyway, um, yeah, 
that that's it. I just I want another Doom album. That's all I want. I would love to hear maybe uh King Ghidorah album or any other persona that he has, I would love to hear him make or if there's albums that he has unreleased, I would love to hear. I want to hear a Mad Villainy too, but I doubt there any songs complete from Mad Villainy 2. That was rumored years ago. So who knows, man? Rest in peace to Doom. And uh yeah. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and get up out of here because that just kind of pissed me off. <clears throat> anyway, that wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 464. Shout out to my usual favorite podcast, the John Effect 12 Cow Podcast, Random Tandem, Saturdays with Chicken Duck. Tactless know-it-all, two awkward millennials, conversation con artists, and of course I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast. Shout out to the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Shout out to the Sex with Friends Podcast. Shout out to one of our BYNK blog content creators, Rob Immortal. Oh, and shout out to Jasmine Blue. Jasmine Blue has a, I think, a vlog, a vlog series coming if i'm not mistaken i might be off on that but she has something coming shout out to her as well last but not least uh i am also a blog content creator you can go to bynkradio.net go to the lifestyle section scroll down to you see grown man shit which is robin mortal jasmine blue there's jasmine blue's blog and in me i'm the social introvert social introvert blog and yeah man uh, have a great week. Have an even better weekend. Have some fun. If you just want to relax and watch some TV, do that too. That's ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm looking to play PS5 and and you know catch on catch up on some homework first, and then play some PS5. But yeah, uh, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. The social introvert. Twisted assumptions all of the time leaves me to wonder what's on your mind. All of my friends call, but I can't fake my blues. Gotta lay down my truth. Nothing, 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 nothing feels better than something sometimes. Nothing, 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 nothing Feels better than something sometimes I've really got no boundaries left at all Yeah, you must really love the breakdown You told me you would catch me when I fall then you went and left me face down I'm so done with stating my location Patience breaking, saying fornicate you But it's not enough, I don't give a fuck All my feelings too fried Said that I would never be that guy Wonder if I face it all this time Never knew that giving love would take it all about my life Nothing, 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 nothing.
BYK Radio.